Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Seven Resorts in Seven Days series. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Charles Boda. Hello. And Mr. Tyler Crouch. Hi, everyone. And uh, today we are going to talk about uh, Port Orleans French Quarter over at, uh, well, Port Orleans. Um, And uh, this was the only one, because I was exhausted, um, I had to take a break. This was the only one I was not at. I did the other six. This one I did not do. Uh, This was Charles and Tyler. Charles was actually spent the night there with his girlfriend, uh, Michelle. And Tyler was tagging along for everything up to staying in the room because that would have been weird. Um, I told uh, Charles wanted to vlog it. And I said, no, we don't need that. (laughs) Um, So uh, of course, you know, uh, Port Orleans French quarter is a new Orleans themed moderate resort. And I am not fully prepared here because I do not have there. uh, That's nope. French quarter. Um, uh, New Orleans themed moderate resort. Um, and, uh, I was able to get the Florida resident spring into 2018 room offer when we booked this, uh, late January, uh, it was a Tuesday in January, uh, 173 a night, 173 a night. Just kind of bearing that in mind as mm-hmm. we compare it to what we paid at, uh, Coronado Springs, which was 152. Yeah, um, which is kind of insane when you think about it. I, you'll have to go and you'll have to wait for the Coronado Springs to come out. But we don't know. Maybe it's already out yet. We don't know what order these are going up in yet. So we're <laughs> okay. pre-recording, well, obviously. So, um, all right. So talk to me about your experience. What would you think? Okay, um, there were there were a couple marks lost as far as the food court. It didn't wow me. Everything else, though, from the second you come in. Um, engaging cast members, really making the experience fun, and just a beautiful aesthetic. Uh, one of the things I like to do when I'm staying at a place is on my downtime, I want to walk around. I want to take in my surrounding and stuff. Rooms are nice, but for me, part of the whole like resort immersion thing is the aesthetics. And the little, you know, the street aspect of it, the being in a little New Orleans street, you know, like, you know, tiny walkways, uh, resembling streets and alleys, and then looking up at the buildings around you. And I don't want to go too heavy on this, but it is adjacent. It's attached to Riverside. And so when you stay at one, if you're walking around, you get both of those. So I like the the variation between almost like being in the same place while I'm walking around and getting the rural southern theme and walking into a city and getting that it made it really really fun for me and i just a lot of the time just spent like walking around and taking photos and everything just killing time was beautiful i really really enjoyed that but you know one of the things i really just noticed was the the cast members were all absolutely great from check-in uh just to start we got this guy who checked us in rich um and rich was absolutely amazing he was one of those guys where I know he was polished and he had his lines, but he was so quick, it was almost hard to keep up. You were laughing at something he said and he slid in something else right after it. But it wasn't like, it didn't feel canned or anything like that. He was, you know, like talking and asking questions and everything like that. So, you know, every person I passed, kind of that like Southern charm aspect, which is more of the immersion, um, but also just, you know, a good Disney flair is everybody you passed, every cast member, you know, they, they, 
at least they nodded and smiled, but oftentimes they would sit there and they would say something or they'd, you know, like engage you a little bit. And I like that. It, it makes you feel special. It makes you feel like they actually care about you. Um, and so, you know, I just love that. The, the room, um, it was very comfortable. It was very fun. It was, it was clean. It was well kept up and everything. But for me, I still, I spent more time outside. I spent more time walking around and everything. The room was very nice, but I kind of wanted to be out in that area. I kind of wanted to soak all of that charm in. And, you know, it's got charm to spare. I, I just, I can't say enough about the aesthetic there. I was comfortable. I was relaxed, but like there's, you know, there's something, something to look at around it a lot. You know, and my girlfriend, Michelle, stayed with me, and she's actually from Louisiana, and she lived in New Orleans for a few years. And so I was kind of wondering how, you know, whether she'd be, like, overly critical or anything. You know, I kind of coached her as, like, it's not going to be exactly New Orleans, you know, but it's trying to capture the theme and the spirit and the feel. And she loved the place. I was surprised. She really, really enjoyed it. Um, It's cleaner, obviously, than a city street in New Orleans and everything. But as far as... um, you know, as far as trying to get that aesthetic as much as you can in Florida, they did evidently they did a pretty decent job. So I I just enjoyed my entire time there. One of the things that's very striking whenever we do the seven and seven series is when you see the difference between the cast member experiences at the different resorts. Because you know, remember now, this is all owned by the same company. These are all resorts mm-hmm. at the same vacation destination. These are all Walt Disney World resorts. And, you know, we'll get, we, we haven't yet, as of right now, we haven't recorded uh, the Riverside mm-hmm. review. But when we get to that, our check-in experience was somewhat different. Yeah. Uh, at, at Riverside. And these are both under the same general manager. The, the same guy runs both these resorts. Um, so, you know, it's, did you find all the cast members? Let me ask you this, Tyler. Um, in interacting with cast members, be it in the food court or wherever, uh, did you find they were all kind of like Rich? Nobody's like Rich. Uh, <laughs> Rich is his own beast. Um, he, he he was amazing. I think he was probably the best cast member that we found the entire time. I'm not saying that um, anybody was bad or or unpleasant, but you know, especially when I you know think of some of the other experiences we had on this. On this whole seven and seven thing, I'm, uh, you know, it was, they were all great, but, you know, I'm not going to say I was blown away by anybody really, but Rich, you know. Okay, so Rich was kind of like. He was the standout to me, but I think they were all fantastic people. Well, I mean, uh, you know. And, one, you know, like I said, I, I, this is its, this is its own thing, and I don't want to contrast it. I don't want the entire review to be contrasting it with Riverside, but they're sister resorts. They're adjacent, um, and so yeah, you would expect everything to be similar, and not at ju- least in terms of that. Yeah, and not just um, not just you know like the standout guys like Rich or anything like that, but um, also in just the walking by random cast members. Um, the dynamic there, the, you know, sitting there smiling and, you know, like nodding the head and saying hello and asking how your time is doing. I found way more of that while walking around in French Quarter than I did in Riverside. There was a noticeable difference. They weren't, they weren't bad in Riverside by any means. They were professional, but they, but they were weren't like above and beyond. No, you know, what, what you look for at a Disney resort, you know, that Disney quote unquote Disney service is that, you know, overly friendly, helpful, professional, you know, mm-hmm. genuine 
that's really what sets, you know, what, when they're doing it right, that's what sets them apart. Um, so it seems like that was going on at French Quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, I enjoyed everybody there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I just think Rich, like, was so amazing that it was like, wow, this guy, this guy is incredible. You know, mm-hmm. that was my thing. But... But everybody was nice, you know. And now talk to me about the food court. You said that there were some misses with the food court. Yeah. Um, it's it's very similar to Riverside's. You know, it's a, it's a food court. It's got a build-your-own-pasta bar. It's got, um, you know, it's got New Orleans-themed kind of, you know, Cajun cuisine. So you're looking at muffalettas, muffalatas. Muffaletta. Muffaletta, yeah. Um, and gumbo and, um, you know, jambalaya and stuff. And it's all right. But... I had probably three meals there, and you know the most I can say is I was I was kind of satisfied with one of them. I don't feel like you know like I was robbed or anything like that, but I definitely wasn't impressed to the level that I have been at certain other resorts. So yeah, out of all my out of all the uh, meals I've had at different resorts throughout this week, it's mm-hmm. actually my least favorite lunch that we've really? had. It was it was for me. I you know I don't want to get. I don't want to get too into specifics, but I got a chicken on a biscuit sandwich, and I figured it would be something. The picture described to me something that it wasn't, and I guess maybe that was my, my fault. I don't really know what I didn't know what voodoo sauce was at the time, so maybe that's my problem. But um, well, what is I, voodoo sauce? It's some sweet, some a sweet kind of New Orleans sauce. I don't know. They put it on on chicken. I guess they. I guess that's what's on voodoo sticky pig wings. No, you know, I don't know. Uh, but, but anyway, it was, it was not pleasant. It just wasn't, (laughs) it was this, the, the bread, the, the biscuit wasn't good. The, it just wasn't pleasant, you know? And I think they recently redid the food court. So it is one thing to note that, um, the, like the plates, the silverware and everything as compared to, I don't want to I know we keep saying we don't mean to keep comparing, but but it is like real silverware, and yeah. that's kind of a nice touch, um, and I and I appreciate that because most of the resorts aren't like that. So, um, but even then, in comparison, they're very similar places. But this one kind of drops the ball in a lot of stuff, right? And it's not overpriced by any means. But the one thing, and I expected more out of it because I'd had their gumbo before, and it's decent gumbo if you're getting like a four dollar cup of gumbo, and you know. Michelle is a chef and from New Orleans. So like before taking her here, I just, you know, like stipulate, okay, now this isn't gumbo. This is $4 theme park resort gumbo. So like, don't judge based on that and everything. But, um, I think she got like a shrimp po' boy or something like that. And very, very, even for the price, very unsatisfied. And I, I myself, you know, I'd eaten there before, and the the gumbo's all right for you know four dollars. Um, maybe not as traditional or authentic or anything, but everything else, it's it's not that it's incredibly overpriced because the prices don't run super high, but it's just I couldn't really find that much that was satisfying there, mm-hmm. and I tried quite a few times to like get one of those you know hidden gems, you know, like the shining star of okay, well I'll I'll eat this and this will be their signature, but there w- really wasn't there anything there that like really satisfied me i I think it's worth noting too that like the timing was real weird and and maybe it's because you know i definitely know i chose like out of all the different bays i definitely chose the one that was the most busy but charles got his food immediately and then he had to wait for me for like i don't know seven eight minutes while i was 
waiting for my food. So, you know, that's something to think about and try and if you have your whole family there, you know, maybe look for the most crowded one, order your food there first so that everybody's not just standing in the middle of the food court getting their food cold, you know, mm-hmm. but... Uh, if you are eating there, one thing I might recommend, because I'm I'm running under the assumption that it's the exact same as Riverside's, is the build-your-own-pasta bar, which uh, I did not try it in French Quarter, but it's advertised in, as the exact same as Riverside's. Uh, and when I tried it there, I was, I was happy with that. So if they do it the same way, then that build-your-own-pasta bar is pretty um, flavor, value for your money, I think, is a good yeah. call. But so th- it's probably a safe bet, at least. So... I think going back to one of the things you said in the very beginning, too, is that one of the pluses of French Quarter is Riverside is right there. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have that Riverside food court experience, it is not yeah. that far. So, And one of the genius parts about that, too, is that um, if you stay at either one of the resorts, make sure to check both resorts' entertainment list because everything is in within walking distance. So, um, you know, for instance, they have a movie Under the Stars thing, which – is all week at Riverside, um, and it's a couple days at French Quarter. So if it's so, not, it's not every day at French Quarter. No, it's two days. Um, but it's all it's like a thirty second walk to Riverside's um, out, outdoor movie thing. So if you don't have it at French Quarter, you can walk, and and that that's also true in reverse. So if you check both resorts, everything is within walking distance, and it's a nice, fun little walk. So make sure to check all of the entertainment lists. And go back and forth between whatever you want to hit on the time that you have off or the days that you want to kind of chill out and relax. Uh, Go ahead. No. I I, I was also going to say just one of the final things that really impresses me about uh, French Quarter was the pool. Mm, I mean, the the pool was kind of like one of those things that was like from afar you see it and you're like, oh, wow, I kind of want to go check that out, you know. Um, because it has uh, beautiful theming with it has all these kind of like alligators that kind of I don't know if they are the ones from Fantasia, but they sure remind me of the ones from Fantasia. Mm-hmm. And they're all playing instruments. Uh, they're doing like their own parade, their own, you know, French Quarter, New Orleans parade. And uh, and they have this big giant serpent in the water that is actually a a, um, a, a, a slide for the kids and everything. So. I think it's actually one of the cooler pools on, you know, as far as the resorts go. It is. Yeah. When uh, I was waiting on a text to tell me whether the room was ready, and when I first got there, I hadn't gotten it yet. So I'm like, where can I hang out? What can I do? And so nobody was there yet, and I just walked over to the pool, took my shirt off to get a tan, took out a book that I had in my backpack, um, Dostoevsky, Notes from the Underground. Um, and then. As you do with as the pool. You do. Um, but. Uh, uh, and just like sat there and read, and once again, you know, like the uh, the cast members were all all really cool, but I feel bad for the cast members that kind of do the parties and hype everything up, the like pool DJ when there are three people at the pool. It's true. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's just odd. It's like, hey, everybody, it's like one o'clock, and we're gonna get things started. Everybody's at the parks. There are like three people just silently nodding at them. Yes, but they've got to do it. Let's get the party started. <laughs> yeah. It was yep. cold that day too. It was so cold. They have they have a, also a playground, a, a water playground for kids right yeah. next to the pool. And it w- it got so cold at a certain point they just turned that thing off. They're like, shut it down. What, what do we have this on for? <laughs> so at one hundred and seventy three dollars for the night, was that room worth it? Um, I would say so. Yeah, I haven't I haven't talked a lot about the room specifically, but I enjoyed it. But once again, comparison comparing the two, I liked this one a bit better. But it was comfortable. The resort itself is fun to be around. Food options are slight, 
a slight limit for me. But yeah, I totally, I had a great time. I really did. So, you know, I, I personally prefer this resort to stay at. Well, Tyler, you got a chance to see more of the rooms on this trip than Charles did. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think, because, you know, when we first talked about the price and, you know, Coronado Springs, we got for a little over 150. Um, See, it's funny because it all context is like what really matters here. Because when you tell me the price by itself, I go, hey, that's that's a pretty good price. 173, mm-hmm. eh? not bad. But then I think about a lot of the seven and sevens we've been doing. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's not actually the well, best. I mean, we're comparing apples to apples. When right. we talk about when we talk about Port Orleans, Riverside, mm-hmm. French Quarter and Coronado Springs, all moderate resorts. Yeah, yeah. And I and I and I'm starting to think that the the level of value is like is is changing. Well, I'm not starting to think. I'm I'm thinking the level of value well, is changing now. I've also I also see that um, you know look Port Orleans Riverside without question I think especially right now with Caribbean Beach pretty much under construction Port Orleans Riverside the most popular uh, moderate resort certainly mm-hmm. among the most popular of all the resorts at Disney World. Um, and when we get into that one, the price point for that was north of two hundred dollars. Um, using oh. the same using the same discount, and this was just for the night before. Okay, um, using the same discount, but Disney, like all hotels, all resorts, they yield their rates. The higher their occupancy goes, the higher the rate goes on the mm-hmm. remaining rooms. Um, so I find it interesting. Coronado Springs at one fifty two. Um, uh, 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 Port Orleans French Quarter at 173 and uh, Riverside at 208. Um, wow, and I- these were all within days of each other. So we're mm-hmm. not talking about big. And, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, from my standpoint, I did not see, I was not on at French Quarter with you. I didn't see the room. So I really can't say to that. But I will tell you, based on this, mm-hmm. for me, value for money spent, hands down, is Coronado. Yeah. Hands down. Now, without getting too far off topic, I wonder if the price is so low at Coronado just because of the construction right now. Maybe they think they can't get away with it. I, I Again, they're going to yield that rate based on availability. Yeah, so yeah. If, if, there's, if, if, if they're at 85% occupancy, that rate's going to be going up. True. Um, now, maybe the construction is scaring people off. That's why occupancy is low. I don't know. But there was a convention in-house when we were there. So yeah. I don't want to talk too much more about right. Coronado. But. Um, I think that's an important yeah. point to bring up is what the price point is and why you should always look, unless you are just married, that that's the resort you have to stay at. Mm-hmm. You should always be looking at the other moderates because there are other factors that can weigh in. And, you know, we're talking $20 a night for a six-night vacation. That's a few meals. Um, and, you know... Depending on where you go, it could be a lot of meals, but so that's why I, I I wanted to I wanted to bring that up. But overall, French Quarter, yeah, it's it really is a nice hotel. I I recommend it wholeheartedly. I I think it's it's one of the nicest themes, even down to the plants. Like the plants that are there and everything are just spot on, and 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 it's just a relaxing place. So yeah, that's um yeah the the diversity of the foliage there at both of them actually but uh especially at french quarter it's really really neat to look at they have you know depending on 
it's Florida. I don't know plants. I have no idea what exactly those plants are, how often they bloom in Florida or anything like that. Can't advise you on when when it's nice. But um, the point is, is it feels the, like it's supposed to. Though. Yeah, exactly. They like they do a good job in setting that feeling and setting that dynamic and having that little garden view aspect to it. That does it makes it relaxing and there's a little bit of like you know eye catching to it. You know you want to be immersed. You want to be like entertained as you go around and turning a corner and catching those views is really really nice. So mm-hmm. so all right. Well, there you have it. That's uh, our take on Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter as part of our Seven Resorts in Seven Days series. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next time. Thanks for being with us.